Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So, do you ever feel like you're being pulled in all different directions by your kids, your family, your coworkers, your lover or lovers, and you just want to get away, clear your mind, and focus on yourself? Wouldn't a transformational retreat sound great right about now? On today's show, we're going to find out how to reclaim your life and your body through transformational coaching for anyone feeling like they're in a stagnant place, not growing, not living to their full potential. This kind of self-care can transform your sex life, your relationship, and your total well-being. Wow, I cannot wait. But before we get into the show, let's take a minute to feature our show sponsor, which is our top waterproof blanket, because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt as hot until it's not, and I gotta sleep in it. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot, which I am, or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, which Carol is, <laughs> then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets, even if you squirt like Carol does. You just have to throw it down and get it on. Top waterproof blanket will protect any place space from messy massage oil, silicone lube, or any other sexy wetness. It takes away the worry so you can have more fun. And the best thing is the easy cleanup. When you're done, you just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. Now available in two sizes, jumbo and midsize, and three color combination. Order yours today on Amazon. Just search Top Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It does. All right. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are so excited to introduce today's guest. Dr. Kat Meyer is a couples therapist, a sex therapist, a yoga instructor, published researcher and Reiki practitioner dedicated to evolving the relationship we have surrounding sexuality and our bodies. And if you've been listening to our show for almost three years, you'll know that Dr. Kat Meyer has been on our show before. So Kat, welcome back to The Sexy Lifestyle. It is my absolute pleasure to be back. Well, we're so excited to talk with you today. You have so much great information. And, you know, there's such a void of sexual <laughs> education for adults in this world. So educators like yourself have invaluable information that could help the quality of life and help us achieve and understand more about our bodies, our sexuality, and how, of course, they're so important in our life. So just like us, mm -hmm. you know, your mission is to strive to get lots of relevant information and credible stuff out there where the internet has so much misinformation. So through your workshops, your speaking engagements, your podcast, you have a whole lot of information to let everybody know. But before we start talking about that, I know you just came back from Burning Man. And I'm always fascinated <laughs> about Burning Man. So I'd like to just take a minute or two and ask you a few questions. Well, how was it not to shower yeah. for five days? <laughs> Who says I didn't shower for yeah. five days? <laughs> <laughs> I find my ways. <laughs> We haven't actually been, but we are definitely fascinated by the whole event, the whole process, and the, the types of people who go there. But so, Burning Man is like, what, 60,000 people, Kat? No, I think this year it was like 77,000 or something wow. up there. It was, it was definitely in the upper 70s. I think I was reading they can see it from space. It's yeah. so many people in the middle of the desert. It is. It's so wild and such a unique design of a city that constructs for this one week and then everything is taken down. So it's a big practice in non-attachment and, and impermanence. Do you think there's any sex that goes on there? Mm, not sure. What if we like mic'd up everybody there and got all the sounds of everybody having different types of orgasms? I think we'd make a lot of money, David. <laughs> we should go, for sure bite. we should go. <laughs> 
So I oh want to know. You're not even kidding, though. Even somebody that I was sitting with, um, I was in the snuggle puddle one night and uh, with, with a group of friends and all of us. Actually, I think four of us, four of the seven of us practiced Tantra. And one of the women started moving her body and like and shifting into an energetic orgasm. And I could feel her energy next to me, which triggered me into an energetic orgasm. Wow. So we had this little bubble of just the juiciest Oh, yummiest energy moving <laughs> through and I, I'm sure the wow. best pleasure sounds <laughs> wow that is actually very very cool and that's the kind of thing that we want to hear about all these things that we don't normally do in our everyday lives but we get so busy with everything right but so, you, you weren't just there to have orgasms with your friends you were actually there to teach and educate correct I was well I was there to teach but also there to really enjoy and re- uh, reinvigorate my creative imagination mm-hmm. because just being in that space, just the energy is so palpable and the people are just heart open and wanting to see you. And it, it, the art is incredibly stunning and the music is great. Everything is just this container of creativity and it can't, you can't help but be inspired by all of it. And where did but we also taught? Sorry. I also taught while I was out there too. So I taught a our undone sensual yoga and breath work experience. So that is a um, a very slower flowed sensual, like dropping in and being connected with the body as we flow type of yoga, and set to this epic music journey by my partner Lena Ozea, and it just is. Oh, gosh, liquidy and and juicy and opening into the body and just really reclaiming, you know, what it feels like to be home in your body. Wow, that sounds great. But just describe a little bit about the whole setting, where you were, what is, what you were living in, were you under the stars? Like, <laughs> set set it up for us so we can really imagine being there also with you. Sure. So this is my fifth year going. And in the past, I've traveled with friends and camped with friends and set up little situations there. But um, this is in the middle of the desert. The the space is called um, Black Rock City. (laughs) And it is located in Nevada, north of Reno. So it's this expansive land of just white dust and surrounded by mountains and when the light comes up with the best sunrises you've ever seen in your life, it just lights everything and the, and the mountains look purple and it looks so surreal, just like the most dreamiest space you'd ever seen in your life. And I decided this year to make things a little different <laughs> to solo camp for myself. So, and, and before you feel bad for me, <laughs> I have I have a giant tent, a giant canvas tent, and and I have a an AC unit and a generator and you know giant mattress. So I was pretty bougie mm-hmm. just myself. <laughs> you were glamping, and, I think. Yeah. Yes, a I was bit glamping. glamping yeah. <laughs> And what this allowed me to do was really be in my own energy and my own desires and go wherever I wanted to go. And I didn't have to be, you know, waiting or worried about any of my campmates or what they needed to do or wanted to do. It was just self-reliance and feeling into my own self. Where where could I go? What feels good? Where is my, where is my yoni taking me? <laughs> where is... Uh, where can I create the best experience for myself? It's it's probably a great place to be because there's so many different communities that go to Burning Man. There's the swinger mm-hmm. community. There's the gay community. There's the pride community. There's the normal people who just want to go there and be their community. <laughs> and I'm sure when you were in your tent by yourself, being an energy worker, you felt all these different vibes coming at you. Oh my God, for sure. And especially as the week progresses, because more and more people come, it becomes even more heightened, the energy there. And to sometimes, because there's so many different individual experiences that are going on at the same time, it can be so easy to get caught up in FOMO or the fear of missing out Mm -hmm. on some epic experience that's happening somewhere that you're not, right? So it's really a good practice about choosing powerfully the moment that you're in and making each moment in each person the most epic 
possible experience that they can be. I'd like to know, and if any listeners out there have the answer, how many condoms are consumed <laughs> over that one week of Burning Man? It's got to be 25,000. You know, I would like to know too, but before you think that sex on the playa is the most (laughs) amazing thing ever, I mean, it can be, (laughs) but you also have to think about that you're in the desert, so you become dehydrated, so your lubrication gets affected, and then also your body becomes exhausted, so (laughs) it just changes your experience. I mean, for anybody who hasn't gone to Burning Man and planned to go on Burning Man, definitely bring some lube, some organic lube, (laughs) and definitely bring your your own condoms and um, just be prepared. I mean, you never know when you're going to run into something just enticing and and delectable and and then they even have different um what they call the orgy dome which is this this space that has the opportunity for be people to meet up and have orgies or just be in a room full of other people having sex on their own mattresses. That's where we so, I was just about to say, I know where David's going to be. That's where we always <laughs> go. Well, of honey. course, honey. Yes, yes, yes. We only yes. have one rule of swingers. <laughs> we always play together. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. So if, if we were to ask you, what would be something really cool that you learned about yourself while you were there this year at Burning Man? So every year at Burning Man, I go with an intention and an intention helps me to funnel my thoughts because there's so many things happening. It's, it's great and powerful to go in with something that you want to come out with. So mine was that I wanted to fall in love with every single person, every single moment, every single experience, including myself and choose each of those powerfully. And from that on my drive up there, I wrote love letters. I wrote 20 love letters. And for the, for anybody who follows me, I'm a writer as well. And so everything that I write is very intricate and poetic. And so these 20 love letters weren't just, you know, love letters of, hi, you're beautiful. I love you. <laughs> they were in depth about, you know, thank you for inspiring me and showing up the way that you do. And I remember these times that we had late at night having these conversations, you know, like they were in depth. And giving those letters to people was so incredible. And sometimes they read them in front of me and sometimes they just took them with me. But the messages that I received back were that that was the exact letter that they needed to receive. So having that experience along with choosing to see the beauty in every single person, even somebody that I didn't want to have a conversation with, I still chose to be so incredibly present and engaged with them that I realized how much of a choice it is for us to choose love with every person Mm -hmm. and how that shifted my experience did not be something where I was chasing experiences or chasing friends or or DJs or or anything but I would just go forth and everywhere I went I magnetized to myself the exact people the exact experiences. Oh my God, some of this experiences I had, I'm, I look at it and I'm like, how the fuck did that even happen? Like, how did I even find myself there? I don't know. And it just, it's just because I was in such a high vibration and open and choosing to see everything so beautifully. You know, that's so well put, Kat, because one of my models in life is you got to believe. And when you put out mm. that energy and when you put out that positive energy, things do happen not necessarily right now but sometime someplace they happen in terms of what you were looking for you're talking about you know that light you see those people and those people that you encountered were people who one day will make a difference in your life somehow or you'll make a difference in their life somehow not necessarily (laughs) ginormous but in a little way and your little letter might have made them just feel great for that day Yeah, yeah. It's my intention to leave people with feeling good when they're around me. Like, I don't want somebody to be around me and come away with feeling worse about themselves. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, let's transition into um, that thought because you have a podcast that's called Eat, Play, Sex. And it's all about Mm -hmm. maximizing your sex hormones and sex life to achieve your best self. And you're obviously a very giving person. So how did you get into the podcast? And and what are some of the messages that you send out when you do your show? 
So I got into podcasting because of my own curiosity. <laughs> I, you know, going into studying sexuality, you know, I come from a background of having no sex drive and total disconnection from my body and that kind of thing. And and so going through grad school and learning and, and yoga and, you know, all these ways that I learned to regain my relationship with my body, the podcasting was an extension of that. Like, how can I learn from some of the top experts? And while I'm learning, other people get to learn as well. Mm-hmm. So I had partnered with Diane Kayser, who's a hormone expert and an amazing nutritionist who I had worked with years ago to help reset my whole um, gut microbiome and, and um, body system. And, and we dove into these conversations around, you know, how nutrition impacts our body and why it's important to be present to the body and the intelligence that resides in there, as well as some of the, these experts that teach us about, you know, dating and about communication and about, um, you know, what to ask your gynecologist when you go into the doctor. All of these things that I I could tell you about the psychology around sexuality and relationships, but then these people brought in the masters, you know, the masterful art that they have. And did you see as you, I'm just going to go sideways for a second here and then we'll talk a little bit more about your podcast. Did you notice as mm-hmm. you went through your transformation of, you know, eating better and living better, was there also a traumatic experience early on in life that caused you to have those sexual issues? Yes. Yes. From when I was little. And then again, when I was older in my 20s. Um, both sexual traumas and then also struggling with an eating disorder for 11 years in between that. So that was causing, you know, contributing to this high anxiety that I had and depression that I had and total disconnect from my body because it was incredibly uncomfortable to be in there. So, you know, having worked with so many people and working on myself and really going in there and looking at some of these constructs that, that were perpetuating that, um, really helped me to so we've done we've uh, done liberate. Bu- yeah absolutely so we've done a bunch of shows lately about this issue on trauma and how mm. if you have this trauma sexual physical mental at any point in your life it's always going to be there until you actually deal with it and once you deal with it it's still going to be there but you mm-hmm. are given tools or taught tools on how to deal with it did you go through that same exercise Yes, absolutely. And I would say that um, the biggest work that I did was more around the somatic experiencing of my body. So bringing instead of processing through the mind and all the stories and the re-narrating what happened, it was more of dropping into the body and feeling into where it was showing up in my body. Because that's a lot faster of a process to move through trauma, um, or at least the nervous system, you know, helping the nervous system to regulate, because it's misplacing what's going on here. And Understanding the regular how that works helps has helped me considerably. Now, if you think about doing that consistently over time, re-regulating your body, it re- helps to recondition your body to respond. So now I don't really have as um, frequently or intensity or even the duration of those reactions from my body because I've re- I've worked on it for so long consistently wow so anybody out there listening if you have gone through any type of trauma talk to someone you can get in touch with Kat Uh, we'll have her contact information at the end of the show but you don't have to live with it your whole life there are ways and tools that you can deal with it yes all right it's time for a quick break we are talking with sex therapist Dr. Kat Meyer and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about how nutrition affects the brain get more into her podcast and we're going to find out a lot more about her transformational wor- workshops and the need to have fun and to get wild this is the sexy lifestyle we are Carol and David now let's invite everyone to join us as we broadcast live from the world's most iconic adult playground hedonism 2 in Negril beach will be there december 14th to 27th for their inaugural hedo event repeat offenders reunion days so as hedo celebrates your loyalty with the lowest rates of the year starting at around 150 dollars a person per night whether you've been there three times or 15 times you want to try it out for the very first time this time is the time to go and save and meet up with some old friends, make some new friends, even us will be there as well, and have some great sexy time. 
And let's give a shout out to Young Swingers Week. It's a full takeover at Hedonism 2 in March 2020. That's 280 rooms filled with sexy young swingers between 25 and 45. Hedonism 2 Resort in Jamaica. Are we going to be there too? We will be there. We were with Young Swingers last March and it was the party of you've ever seen. So many people, beach parties. Go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, for more information about this and anything else. If you have any questions, you can ask us at askatcarolandavid.com. Uh, this is Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David, and we are chatting with sex therapist Dr. Kat Meyer all about transformational retreats. And, well, let's just get back into our podcast as well because we didn't quite finish it. Um, I think it's so important that we understand the the connection between sex and nutrition and people don't get that part of it but you certainly learned it as well yes (laughs) and so what is that connection what's the most significant thing that people need to know about the connection between i know oh you know know. i know eat uh, lots of sugar lots of processed foods (laughs) uh, white everything and all that chemical things that make your foods taste really good um, and want you to have like donuts more and more and more of them. That's what does it? That's what does it and you'll have great sex. Right, Kat? Absolutely. I think the four food groups are candy, candy cane, candy corn and syrup. There you go. Yay. (laughs) We're with you. (laughs) But that's not how it works. (laughs) Right. Well, if we think about our sex, you know, our sexual desire, it's run by our hormones. So if these are out of balance, then we're likely to experience that reflected in our sex lives. And our bodies are incredibly intelligent and constantly speak to us in the way, by the way, of these symptoms that we that we may have that might arise, whether it's low libido, whether it's fatigue, whether it's agitation, whether it's, you know, um, stomach issues. But when we can tune into these signs, this speaking, this voice from our body, then we can discover what our body needs and intention of in order to be optimal in operating. So for instance, I I had struggled a lot with IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. And that was impacting my ability to absorb nutrients to be able to help my adrenal systems, or uh, which helps to produce hormones. I had also fatigued my adrenal systems because I was on high stress. My nervous system was activated constantly. And I was just in this go, go, go overproductive mode. Now, that is not conducive for a sexy lifestyle, <laughs> not conducive for desiring sex or being touched. It's just it's just not not good. So looking at working with my nutritionist, Diane Kayser, years ago, she helped me to cleanse that up. She helped me to recognize like what types of foods were impacting my body and uh, where I was intolerant or allergic to and and how those were impacting the, you know, um, uh, production of sex hormones as well. And once those were cleared and once I got into a a habit of eating specific foods and not others and, and uh, making sure to find this balance of nutrients, it became so much online. And, and now my sex drive, my, my sexual desire is, is pretty fire. Wow. <laughs> so, so we're going to tell you a personal story about us. And we have just mm-hmm. gone through probably three or four months of exactly that and we had some uh, blood testing done based on uh, cellular analysis of what we should be eating and shouldn't be eating. Now, I know Carol is a super specific, healthy eater. She eats healthy, she eats fresh, she eats colorful. I, on the other hand, have been known to eat just crap. All those things that he thought were really good for a sex drive? Yeah, because he had that list. That was his diet right. before. <laughs> H- however, my point here, my point here is Carol found out that even if you're eating foods that you think are healthy in general, they might not be Mm -hmm. healthy for your body. So one of the things Carol found out that she can't eat is something like asparagus. You think it's a healthy vegetable, but her body and her gut has an intolerance to it. And every time she ate a lot of it, or even broccoli, it did something Okay, I thought you were going to say like I farted a lot or something. I was—I just gave him a little nudge that stopped him. So I was wondering where he was going with this. But. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, she had stinky farts, okay? <laughs> but she found out that that and sweet potatoes and dairy and all those, those foods that were told are good just didn't agree with herself. And I found out that I shouldn't be eating apples. 
Well, and beef. And beef. Yeah. And it, they were all affecting oh. our guts. And ever since we started doing that, everything has become more uh, regular. Carol's sex drive um, after she had gone through menopause had dipped, and now it's coming right back up beautifully. Uh, her pussy is wetter. Everything is coming back only because we just started eating foods that our body is more in tune to. Well, we're still in the detox phase because I think it takes six to nine months to get it all out. But that's kind of what you were saying, right, Kat? Once you learn what not to eat, everything starts going tickety-boo. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And and I think in a lot in our society, at least where I'm at in L.A., this is very supported. But when I go back home to Missouri, you know, I get a lot of flack for that. Oh, you're not going to eat gluten. You're one of those people who don't mm-hmm. eat bread, you know, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. or, or dairy and that kind of thing. And and I just, you know, I'm like, well, how's your sex drive? <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. like, or you, you say you're allergic your to it because that is an allergic reaction that's happening inside your body yeah. when you do eat those foods. So you can't eat it if yeah. you're allergic to it. And yeah. that's all there is to it. And it's like, you know, we have some friends who are on a vegan diet. And if Carol were to follow that vegan diet, there would be some vegetables in there that wouldn't be good for her. So mm-hmm. now if we eat any type of meat protein, it's organic, it's grass fed, it's all those important parts of the food chain that you should be putting in your body and not the multi-processed chickens and, and things out there mm-hmm. that really... Um, aren't naturally grown. Right, right. And so many of us don't want to be, or, or I guess we have become mindful of what is put into our body and we have become experienced on what our body can feel. Mm-hmm. It feels good. Mm-hmm. Whereas so many people are still in the conditioning of eating processed meats or eating, uh, you know, a, a lot of um, uh, cheeses or things that, that may not actually be okay for their body, but Mm -hmm. because they're so inflamed and because they've become accustomed to feeling uncomfortable and achy in their body, they don't know any other way. They don't know what's possible. And so they just assume that that's it. That's a very good way to put it because like David was saying, even though I had a really healthy diet, I had no idea that I could feel so much better just by taking a few things out and enjoying the few things I've left a whole lot more. Right, yeah. right. No, it's been a great experience now, for us, a very big learning experience now, for t- both of us. I took out, uh, let's see, banana splits, <laughs> french fries, hot dogs, McDonald's, and guess what? I started feeling better too, and in three months, what did we find out this morning? Yeah, David's uh, right down to where he's supposed to be. He's down to 14% fat. I dropped 4% body fat. Yeah. Just from changing our diet like that, which is going to be our our way going forward, right? That's how we're going to be eating from now on. Just imagine you eat good food and your body says, wow, I'm happy. (laughs) I like it. Let's go have some great sex. Yay. That's the way it should be. Yeah. I mean, Carol, Carol, you've (laughs) even said my erections. My cock Mm -hmm. is just much harder for much longer when Mm -hmm. we're having sex. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. (laughs) It also helps that my libido's up because I keep turning you on and you keep turning me on and, you know, we just keep going longer. That's all. It's a beautiful circle. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, if that doesn't convince anybody to eat better, then I don't know what does. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I I know you have your uh, yoga courses that you do there in LA, but you also have these beautiful retreats that you do. And I think uh, what I'd like to do is switch gears here, go from the nutrition, which is still part of your retreat, but we're going to move forward into a little bit more of a holistic approach to how you feel better, how you get more out of your life by adding some other aspects to cleansing uh, your body physically, but also your mind and your um, and your whole being, I guess, and your energy and everything else. So we're going to talk a little bit now about your uh, retreat. I'm done. Undone, and I'd like you mm-hmm. to introduce it, where it is, where it's going to be, when it's going to take place, and then we're going to talk more about what actually happens at those retreats. Yeah, so Undone is a deeper dive from our monthly Undone Yoga for Essential Yoga for Women. So this one is all about. Um, it's a concentrated catalyst for change and evolution. I think that's what people are looking for when they look at retreats. You know, how can we create a container for which we can go into and experientially expand, you know, go into these practices. There's, there's some about theory and there's some about, you know, intellectual, intellectual um, content, but most of it is, breaking through the rigidity of our bodies and allowing our bodies to feel something 
beyond the edge of our comfort that we held ourselves in for so long. So the the yoga classes that I teach in LA, well, actually international now, we've been teaching them in, in China and, um, and all over. Um, but there is the sensual yoga, but we do the yoga in our underwear. Mm-hmm. And that's encouraging women to be around each other in your underwear and feeling into your body and, and you know, reconditioning being okay with being seen in that way mm-hmm. and being in with what it feels like to be in your body. So the same thing with this retreat. We start out with morning pleasure practices and we go into, you know, this day of um, whether it's looking at the constructs that have kept us in, you know, what we see as being a sexual being, a sensual woman and being in our bodies. And then also um, going into practices of yoga to help recondition in the nervous system and, and feel safe to be in the bodies. And then also exploring what our individual erotic maps are. So who are we as unique sexual beings? What ignites us? What inhibits us? And what, how can we translate that back home whether we are just moving about our day in this in this space in this sexual energy or when we're engaging with our partner wow that all sounds great i know it's such a it it sounds easy that you can just take go into your underwear go into this thing do your yoga it's front of girls you think oh yeah it's fine you should be comfortable but what people don't understand is that it's the self-confidence or what you've been, I guess, told all your life about your body. You don't show it. You hide it. You, you know, this is not something you should do. That um, you have to get over that in order to actually really appreciate your body and know that it's okay no matter what your size or shape. It does not have to be perfect like the models we see in our social media. Mm-hmm. Right. And how that influences that carries over into the way that we engage sexually. I remember back when I was less connected with my body and and how rigid my movement was and how difficult it was for me to even connect with not only my body, but with that of my partner. And I always found that we, 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 I couldn't quite sync up with my partner. It's like they would be doing something and I would be doing something different and we couldn't quite move fluid with each other. And it wasn't. And a big part of that was because I would get stuck in my head and I'd be spectating either what my body looks like or, or what I needed to do or if they thought that this was good or if I was getting them off kind of thing. And then it wasn't, I wasn't really feeling into it. And that was impacting my pleasure. It was impacting my orgasms. It was impacting, you know, our chemistry. And through the different practices that I bring into this specific retreat, it does help you to, to, break into the feeling part of it and where there's less concern about what we look like you know can we allow ourselves to make sound and be in pleasure around other people and and notice the thoughts that as they arise and that's where the reconditioning happens it's not so much that we go here and like all the things are completely erased but these are skills that we can then take back home and to be able to catch ourselves in the moment and then drop into surrender again and what does surrender actually and feel like and that's where we're going to um, be able to get your body to surrender itself in this retreat right and it's kind of like we don't know what we don't know and once we learn those things that are stopping us or blocking us from being the best person we can be then we recognize it at least and then we can take action and take those steps to correct now i was just thinking Mm -hmm. of something while you were chatting is that one of the effects that i feel the porn industry has today because porn is everywhere and everybody can watch porn which when you're uh when i was younger and I wasn't comfortable having sex if I did view some porn I got some tips I was watching it to see if I could figure it out uh, what I should be doing Mm -hmm. better like you said you're in your head am I getting them off am I making am I doing it right so you watch a little bit of porn and you try to figure it out but then you're kind of trained to be in a performance mode and we don't realize it by watching porn because we all know it's entertainment Uh, it's not educational and we certainly can get turned on by it but we should not really be learning from it of course I didn't know that back then. And I kind of felt like we needed to be in a performance mode. And once you once you think you're performing, you're no longer into yourself or your or your partner. You're certainly not into your partner if you're performing. And so that's certainly something that I, I can imagine now when you, you learn that what at your retreat, how you have to feel about your body and being there mm-hmm. for you, not necessarily performing for a partner. 
Right. And further, so many of us women in this in this society have been conditioned to put up with discomfort and not speak up for ourselves. Mm. So there's this interesting block that happens in our minds. We're like, oh, this isn't comfortable. Oh, this isn't fun. Oh, this is painful. But somehow it isn't able to come out of our mouth. So in this practice, we also have, or in this retreat, we also have vo- vocal activation. Um, my my partner in this, Lena, is a um, singer, songwriter, producer, and does vocal activation for song. So as we strengthen the vocal cords and we clear we clear that throat chakra, it helps us to be able to speak up for ourselves. Um, finding that it's and that's all about the confidence piece of it and trusting ourselves and then I also go in and give uh, communication skills so vocal activation through communication so we can find out what it is that we want what our erotic map looks like what it feels like to be in our body what feels like to to feel good and then how to execute that through communication beautiful okay Kat we're going to ask you to hang on for one second we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to actually talk about uh, why people go on your retreats, who they are, where they come from, and then what they're going to get out when they're done. So let's remind everybody, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We're talking with sex therapist, Dr. Kat Meyer, all about her transformational retreats. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This segment of The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David is sponsored by the SDC Croatian Cruise. Get ready to experience SDC's famous foam parties, deck parties, and erotic live shows. Or simply savor all the sexy couples that SDC has to offer. Yeah, and they're great playrooms, and we're going to be there as well, departing from Venice, Italy, August 29th. 2020 for seven sensual nights and eight glorious days of visiting some of the most historic cities in Europe throughout Croatia and the Eastern Mediterranean. Come party with us on a ship full of open-minded sexy couples and find yourself swept up into a dream world of such incredible beauty and sensuality it'll take your breath away. So for more information about this trip or any other events visit the sexylifestyle.com travel and events page. Let's just remind everyone to go to the Sexy Lifestyle website for real, credible information covering all topics related to sex, sexuality, and relationships. And right now we are chatting with sex therapist, Dr. Kat Meyer from Sex Love Yoga, all about uh, transformational retreats and specifically about undone. All right, Kat, so what type of people go on your retreats? So I've led couples retreats in the past, and this one in particular is a woman's only. And so far, all of our participants, or the women who are coming on board are um, between the ages of like in their late 20s to their 60s, their Mm mid-60s. I think our oldest couple of women are in their 60s. So a wide range. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And, and, And why do people come on this retreat? What are what are some of the issues they're trying to flush out? So far from from just speaking to them, a lot of them are feeling stagnant in their lives. Um, There's been a few of them who've who had who've um, or (laughs) patterns in the past retreats as well has been uh, women who have experienced traumas or who have experienced, you know, autoimmune disorders that had caused their libido to be completely shot. And so now they're wanting to discover who they are and who they can be and in their sexual, in their fullest authentic sexual expression. Mm -hmm. And how long does the retreat last for? So this one is six days in the beautiful jungle of Tulum, Mexico. <laughs> now, now do, you, do the people, do the women find that getting away from the busyness of their lives and their city uh, makes a difference? Because you could do this retreat over a weekend in a hotel. Yes. So what's, what's interesting, I've led shorter retreats that were like three to four days long, and then I've led longer retreats. And what I find is with the longer retreats, you have more of a ability to acclimate and then drop in deeper because the, it, at first people are still getting to know each other and they're getting learning to trust one another and so if you just do a three-day retreat you know some of the breakthroughs are coming in like on day three but if there's a longer chance to happen then you they experience these breakthroughs or these insights and then they're still held in this container to continue in that that palpable energy that holds them to go deeper and really sink into that um, new conditioning. 
Great. Now, before we get into the breathing, the yoga, the music, the vegan chef and all that that you have, this is a lot about the women's sexuality and feeling comfortable about themselves. Do you get into self-pleasuring and show them what to do? And, and how important is self-pleasuring to women? Well, first, let's say self-pleasuring is incredibly important. <laughs> I think there has been so much uh, messages of shame around it. And it's it's a way to reconnect with your body, to get to know what your body likes and enjoys. It helps you to relax into your body. And when I say self-pleasure, I say self-pleasure is more than just the genital focus, but it's it's waking up and opening the entire body. It's moving the energy and our attention throughout the whole body and, and understanding that your whole body can be a pleasure zone and not just our clitoris or our intervaginal you know, canal. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So there are at each morning, there is going to be a pleasure meditation and that can be everything from, um, it, it varies from breath work to, um, you know, just caressing the entire body and getting the whole body turned on with conscious touch to also teaching them about, um, basics of the Yoni egg practice or the Jade egg practice, mm -hmm. which helps you to become more, um, connected with and sensitive inside your vulva and where you, so many of us are tense or numb or disconnected and as you go through this process do you allow the women to actually have an orgasm or is it just about feeling good if a woman feels an orgasm i say go for it mm, <laughs> like, well, absolutely. i am not here to stop <laughs> anybody's orgasm i would hope that they <laughs> that they allow those to just move through their whole bodies and that's a big part of it you know some of us can get afraid of the expanding pleasure as it's moving through our body and we clamp down and we clench up either because we're afraid that we're you know going to embarrass ourselves or we're not supposed to or this isn't the proper context but i want this to be a container in which it is the proper context context mm -hmm. because her pleasure we all benefit from uh, this whole self-pleasuring is about self-care and your whole retreat is also about self-care it just seems to all go together naturally so as we start dropping into our body during the retreat and understand what's going on I can just imagine that as the days pass we get more and more comfortable and we might just get vulnerable and let that orgasm come out Right, right. Because we're creating the space for our own individual care and really tuning into what we need. And to be able to relax opens our sensory receptors throughout our body. So we become more sensitive. And and that's my hopes, you know, being alone, because we are taking over an entire retreat center in the middle of the jungle. So it's very exclusive to us, that everyone would feel comfortable to come into their fullest expression. Now, I know that this vocal activation and the live music journey is part of your retreat. And yes, we want to mm -hmm. be able to say how we feel. We want to be able to talk and not be subdued when we have something to say, whether it's all the sounds we make during sex or just speaking our minds. But what is the actual uh, psychology of having music uh, in this whole retreat? How does the music work with our psychology of refining ourselves? A couple of ways. So music is a powerful way to connect to a rhythm that you can feel the vibration in your body. So music can help us to to drop into our body where where uh, you know some of this more intellectual or cognitive spaces can make us more heady. Um, this brings us in to the body. So we've got that and finding something that, you know, helps you to to sync up with and find a find a movement to. I also find that that becomes very helpful for us to take home with our partners, too. If we're playing a specific song and we allow our bodies to connect with the rhythm of the song, it becomes easier for our partner to connect with that beat as well. So we can feel more synced. Mm -hmm as well as the um, the vocal activation aspect of it. When we sing or when we make sound, the vibration that moves through our throat stimulates the vagus nerve, which what we know through science is also connected with the cervix. Mm -hmm. So we can increase our uh, orgasmic potential by 
by singing or making sound in sex or even outside of sex mm. um, through that vibration. Wow, that's very interesting. Right. Well, you learned that, that you're supposed to breathe through your orgasms, that you're not supposed to keep your mouth closed. You're supposed to let out those sounds. And the more you let them out, we learned that with uh, Kim and Brad when we went through their um, tantric, sex tantric thing, that it's about, mm-hmm. you know, um, the sounds coming out of your body and not keeping anything in, letting it all out. So uh, it's so it important. Makes sense, yeah. It does. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, you're, one of your main topics, which is all about eating well, that's got to be part of your retreat as well. Yeah, eating well and becoming, um, having a relationship with our food. So I think, you know, we've talked about how what we eat impacts us, but even how we eat impacts us. So if we're sitting down and we are watching Netflix while we're eating or we're watching something really, really suspenseful, imagine how that's impacting our stress hormones in our body and our nervous system. Now, as we're eating, that impacts our digestive system as well. So if we begin to instead practice mindful eating and being fully present with the food that's in front of us and we we practice tasting and really feeling into the foods as it's entering into our body, we not only tune into the voice of when we're full and when feels good, when we're satiated, but also we can we can stop ourselves, you know, okay, I'm done here. Right. And oh, that was an enjoyable meal. Versus if we're distracted, then sometimes we don't even register that we've eaten. So then we'll want to go and eat more. And then we eat more and more. And then we're over full. And then I would say also that the preparation of food has to be part of this whole thing. Because when we are taking the time to prepare a good, healthy, nutritious meal, and then we sit down and also enjoy that healthy meal, that the time of preparation... Also, you should be mindful that you're doing the right thing. And you feel good about using the right ingredients and preparing something beautiful and delicious. Right. And this is an act of self-love for yourself. You know, you are preparing something for you. It's almost like you're, you're um, creating an offer uh, on your altar for your own body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on your retreats, um, do you have workshops every day? And what do those workshops cover specifically? We do have workshops every day, and it and there's also space in between each one of them for for so for free time because I don't want to anybody to go in there and feel exhausted by the end of this and just overwhelmed with with information. So we start out with the morning, and everything is also optional to empower each woman to build her um, ability for consent and agency. So we have morning pleasure practices and um, uh, meditations, and then we also have um, the sensual yoga practice with the live music. And then we go into whatever workshop it is for the day. So whether it's the vocal activation or whether it's, you know, discovering your erotic um, map or maybe it's discussing around uh, sexual archetypes and how to physically embody characteristics of these different archetypes that we can all have and what which ones we're more inclined to and how to bring that forth. Um, we also have you know, the communication, so teaching women about how they can communicate to their partners uh, around their their sexuality. Um, we also have uh, moments where we go out into the culture. So there is such a rich ritual, uh, you know, ceremony culture there in Tulum. So we're going to be doing some more like in-depth experiences both at the ruins and in the cenotes which is the um, these underwater caves as well as a ceremony with one of their um, local shamans wow. so doing that and then ecstatic dancing to to move through the rigidity of the bodies um, breath work and these aren't just regular breath work and regular ecstatic dances these are very specific to the theme of this practice mm, wow. so really coming into our power and our sensuality and owning ourselves. very cool all right you know kat we've been having an amazing discussion um unfortunately our hour is up but what we're going to do is <laughs> we're going to do a part two so we're going to ask everyone to stay tuned 
and we are going to remind everyone this is a sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and when we come back with part two we're going to get into great sex matters talking about uh, when the ladies are finished the retreat when they come home what they have to do how they're going to talk to their partners and some homework that you might give them so um, everybody stay tuned this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david uh, kat thanks so much for all your great sexy advice how can people find you online reach out to you social media yeah, so they can find out more on sexloveyoga.com. They can also find me on Instagram at sexloveyoga, where I write daily about my three favorite topics, sex, mm-hmm. love, and yoga. And we're <laughs> Or li- my podcast, Eat, Play, Sex. Um, and where can they find your podcast? On Spotify, and all the things. Beautiful. They're actually going to be able to find her podcast on our website, thesexylifestyle.com as well. Yes, once you're a guest, we put you up, and they'll be able to just click there and click right through to your podcast as well. Great. Yay. And we're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. So don't forget to visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find incredible information about sex, sexuality, and all the fun guests that we have on our show. Remember to sign up on stc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people like us and find out where the events are happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. And you can join us at Hedonism 2 Clothing Optional Resort in Jamaica for the amazing Repeat Offenders Reunion Days, December 14 to 27, where the rates are as low as $150 per person per night. The rates may be low, but the sexiness is off the charts. It is. And remember, young swingers, in March, go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com. Book now. I think there's only 30 rooms left out of the 280. And for more information about these trips or anything else, visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, or as always, you can send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Dr. Kat Meyer, once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And as always, we thank all our listeners for continuously to listen to our amazing show. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. And we'll be right back with part two. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. And we'll be right back with part two 